Because once I kind of just see if I can add a bit more pressure and you gradually develop that ability, you start to find that there isn't that disconnect anymore. Mm, like okay. you, how do we get there, right? I think for a lot of people, it's like, how, how, how do we get there? You have to give it the right stimulus. And the right stimulus is doing it in the context of pressure. You, mm -hmm. you don't have any pressure, the cords will never learn to resist it. Mm -hmm. you keep a bit more pressure behind here, you should feel your body engage a bit more. That, that's the sense of pressure we need. Then your cords have a chance of staying together. If this episode resonates with you, make sure to share it with your singing friends. I'd really appreciate that. The more members that we have on this journey, the more fun it becomes. Likewise, if you have any feedback or suggestions for future episodes, you can leave a voice message here through Anchor or on Insta at singwithivan. So just slide into my DMs. If you want to take your voice to the next level, head over to singingsimply.com book and book in your lesson. I teach students all over the world through Skype. So that's singingsimply.com book. Anyway, let's jump right in. So maybe let's start off by, maybe tell me a bit about yourself. Like what's been happening with your singing? Um, like what's the journey so far? Yeah, actually it's like uh, pretty bare bones to be honest. Um, starting, like I said, a little bit late in the game. So I'm, I'm 28 now. So that's why I was asking on uh, Reddit earlier. I was like, oh man, is this like, you know, too late to get interested into this kind of thing? Is this, because uh, I, I mean, I tried uh, doing some songs on guitar a long time ago because I used to play guitar a bit. Yeah. And, yeah. Um, oh man, I tried singing and playing at the same time and it was just brutal. It is brutal. <laughs> you can be challenging. So, yes. so yeah, I don't know. I just, um, I was pretty interested in it. Um, some friends talked about doing some like cover sort of stuff with this, this, uh, this band I like and I was like yeah I'm interested in it but to be honest I think I've got an extraordinarily long way to go so and, and nobody's in a rush right so it's like yes. if if I could have a fun hobby uh, during all this quarantine stuff going on may as well try it out see how it is and and see where I could take it so yes and so so the good news is your voice can go very far the bad news is it takes it takes effort um, and I think I think that's where a lot of people fall short because mm -hmm. Um, I, I think with any kind of skill, and you probably know it yourself, it takes time to develop. But once yeah. you develop it, you can go pretty far. And I don't yeah. think singing is one of those things that's like, oh, is it too late for me to start? Is it is it only reserved for people like talent? I, I don't really believe in that, to be honest. Um, I do believe if you put in the deliberate practice, you will get to where you want, um, as long as you're willing to do the work. Um, yeah. Cool. Okay. So, so in terms of singing, right, what, what do you feel like are the challenges for you at the moment? Yeah, I actually uh, took notes in preparation just so I could be kind of concise with uh, what some of my issues have been. Lovely. Um, aside from one of my other issues is I'm incredibly nervous singing in public, actually. So um, I, I've that's one problem I have is um, in front of other people, I just tense up really bad. And then all my kind of high notes become just you know it's it's like eggshells at that point um so other issues i have is um so a lot of artists that i like listening to and that i try to kind of emulate with singing and that i think i'm kind of interested in they're kind of in this this high range that is um i can't tell if it's head voice or chest voice and when I try to emulate it, it, my head voice and my chest voice sound so different from each other that I can't 
like comprehend the idea that oh man maybe this person is using head voice and it's i think it's their chest voice and what that's caused me to do is i i've stretched out my chest voice i think a bit in terms of like i just started singing and i probably should not be even trying to hit some of these notes because i could feel my throat like afterwards i'm like i i need to sit down for a day because i was just screaming in the car this entire morning right, so right. i i think that's most of the like general problems that i have uh, other problems is like uh I, i've tried some of the water bubble exercises that i heard on your podcast nice. and um i can't get the same high notes i usually do by stretching my chest voice out in the water bubbles but my voice naturally wants to do head voice in those high notes cool. so that's sort of the stuff that's had me confused and I, i've seen videos where it's like oh well you should do this with head voice or you should try finding mixed voice and um i, I try that i sound like a dying animal pretty much but um the, th the thing is like i don't want to dive into a concept that my body or voice might not be ready to except because I'm just starting this out and I don't want to, I don't want to get a hernia trying to sing a song. <laughs> so I, I want to make sure that I'm addressing these problems that I have the, the correct way rather than jumping into them after watching like a YouTube video. hundred percent. And, and I think this is where you've been very wise. Um, and especially when you're now choosing to get someone to listen to you. Cause I think, I think the problem with a lot of passive consumption of tutorials, you never know if you're doing it right. Um, it's yeah. very hard to go, okay, well, maybe you should try this, Greg. Um, no, like, unfortunately, a YouTube video won't do that for you. So what 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 I'm hearing is two things, confidence and range. And those yeah. are both things that we can definitely work on. To give you the kind of overall um, view, and I'll probably have to hear what you're doing at the moment, but it's not, what you're going through is very normal. Like, no one's born necessarily capable of just going on stage and like wowing a crowd. Yeah. It, it takes effort, right? And a lot of times it's through something called exposure therapy. Um, and it's similar to like, you know, when with allergies, it's probably not the best idea now, but sometimes they would introduce a small bit of the allergen to get you used to it. Mm -hmm. And what, what, it's very similar to singing, right? Instead of maybe thinking, okay, I'm going to go sing in front of a hundred, a hundred people crowd tomorrow. Why not focus on one step at a time? And your, as you do it, right, your comfort level starts to grow a bit more. And that's yep, so <laughs> you're a metaphorical allergen right now. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, exactly. So um, even like even between us, there's probably baby steps between us as well. For example, maybe you don't even sing in front of me necessarily. Maybe you can send me a clip. Those are kind of like little small ideas to break this massive overwhelming task into kind of more bite-sized pieces. I think that's going to be very important, especially for um, um, for the confidence part. Yeah. <laughs> At this stage in my room, I've um, I've turned on the AC intentionally so the rest of my roommates and my girlfriend can't hear me, and I, I put a mattress in front of the door to try to insulate the sound. <laughs> Don't worry, I've got some extra tips as well. Um, what we might do, we can even get some pillows um, as well. That can really, really help. But but the second thing is range. And so with range, you're right in the sense where at the moment, it sounds a bit like head and it sounds a bit like chest. Yeah, so it's a bit hard to tell. And chances are when they're singing up high, they're probably in some kind of a mix. Mm -hmm. And all mix means, all that means, right, is their chords are stretching properly and they're staying together. 
Mm-hmm. And when you can get that, then it's a matter of tuning the resonance. Yeah. And it just really feels like a long stretch in the voice mm-hmm. versus two distinct voices. There's a way to kind of make them feel more like one. Um, and that's that's probably what the water bottle was trying to encourage. And and if we haven't got it yet, that's fine. We'll, we'll learn to develop that. Um, yeah, I took some notes on kind of like what goes on with my voice just because I was trying to figure out like what kind of notes make me uncomfortable and stuff. Mm. I think, um, yeah, my, my break naturally happens around like 3B. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I've, I've stretched out my chest voice to where I can, uh, the highest I could hit is a 4B, but the highest I can comfortably go is like 4A and 4B flat. But still, there's like a good 20 to 30% chance that my voice is going to crack because I'm overexerting myself because I, I think I've tried stretching it in songs where maybe they're not using that chest voice the whole time and I'm just shouting when they're being a little bit more elegant with conserving their energy. Yeah, fair enough. Okay, so what, what am I get you to do? Can I quickly hear what's happening with the straws first? So yeah, if, sure. If, do you have a straw handy? Yeah, I, I've actually got the the cup and the straw and water ready. Let's let's just get the straw for now. Don't worry about the water. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'll just get a straw. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So what what I want you to do, um, what what I want you to do, Greg, I want you to see if you can make some sounds behind the straw first. So maybe, um, actually, maybe even before that, blow some air through it. I don't know if you can hear it. But see if you can get a consistent I get the idea. <laughs> yeah, get a consistent stream of air first. Cool. Now can you maybe try add your voice behind it? Mm-hmm. Cool. Now now show you show me what you mean by kind of sliding. Uh, let's just do a slide, right? And show me what you mean by this, this kind of difference between the chest and head voice. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'll show you where my break kind of happens. And it's pretty obvious because when I slide up, I'm going to hit it. Right there. Right. And then but with my chest voice, I can, I can kind of stretch it after that point and go like, uh, like, so I don't. I don't know, because it's past my break, and there's a lot of notes that I could throw out past that break point, mm. but mm. it's weird. If I try to switch from head voice in that area, too, my voice just cracks like crazy. Cool, cool, cool. It's, it's because your voice is actually pretty good. There's a lot of things going well already in your voice. Can you do the slide for me one more time? Yeah, sure. Cool. Now, let's switch up the pattern. What I want you to do is almost imagine like you're revving an engine. And I want you to go... Almost like you're revving an engine. Cool, cool. And that's fine, right? Um, my voice is a bit tight, so I don't know how well I can demonstrate it. But even if you have that flip, right? Where you kind of flip a bit. If you can learn to keep the pressure there, you can actually kind of go past that point. 
And that's what Mix is, right? Okay. You can learn to kind of keep the chords a bit more together. I think you might need to keep more pressure behind mm -hmm. the straw. Try this. I want you to get your finger and block off the other end of the straw. Yeah, uh, just half, just not, not entirely, just half. Yeah, yeah I don't want to explode. <laughs> and, and do it again. Oh, I actually, so, so that's not bad. So that's not bad, right? Because uh, I, didn't, I didn't get that on recording, but it lightened up a bit uh, on top. It didn't really necessarily flip. It just got a bit lighter. You want to see if you can kind of hang around that middle spot a bit more. See if okay. you can just try to go up and down, but don't lose the pressure. I think the pressures are going to be key in teaching the chords to stay together more. So more pressure and then try to hang out around my break kind of area? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I hit it on the way down there. I could definitely hear it a little bit. Yeah, exactly. So, so well, what you what we're trying to aim for, right, is see if we have this break. Right. What we want to do is hang around, even go below the break, above the break. Because once I kind of just see if I can add a bit more pressure and you gradually develop that ability, you start to find that there isn't that disconnect anymore. Mm, but okay. you, how do we get there, right? I think for a lot of people, it's like, how, how, how do we get there? You have to give it the right stimulus. And the right stimulus is doing it in the context of pressure. You, mm -hmm. you don't have any pressure, the cords will never learn to resist it. Mm -hmm. You keep a bit more pressure behind here, you should feel your body engage a bit more. That, that's the sense of pressure we need. Then your cords have a chance of staying together. Gotcha. Be, be a bit more aggressive with it. Okay. Oh, yes. I kind of gassed out a little at the end here. <laughs> That's okay, but you had it. And I, I'll show you because I got it wrong recording this time. That's why you're moving more to a mix. Notice how it's not almost as noticeable, that difference. Mm -hmm. <laughs> now, then it gets Woo. tiny. Yeah, yeah. But, but. But did you, what, how did it feel for you? Did it feel more like a stretch or did it feel like you're switching voices? Um, it, uh, it feels kind of like both. Um, I don't really know. It feels, it feels like it was kind of fighting to break down that kind of point where it's flipping. And I almost feel like it was kind of frying just a tiny bit. And that was letting it flip a little bit more. Cool. Cool. That's fine. But, but notice how just by playing a bit more pressure, the flip doesn't seem as noticeable. Well, at least it sounds that way, right? And the more you can learn to play with these kind of engine slides, especially mm -hmm. in the context of pressure, the more those chords can learn to come together. Because the difference between head voice and, um, and mixed voice is the chords literally screw up and they spend more time together. More of it starts to, there's more contact, uh, surface contact. Mm -hmm. Head voice. Next voice will have a bit more. And that's yeah. why it sounds more full or more like chest voice. 
Mm-hmm. Right. But how do we get that? As I said, you have to do this. You have to do this for now. And once you can get that right, eventually we just go, oh, well, how do we keep that same feeling with our mouth open? Yeah. And I would say that's the kind of building blocks, because if I tell you to kind of find that with mouth open, it might be hard because the cords yeah. aren't ready for it. But see for this week, Greg, see if you can get it on this straw first. Mm-hmm. Um, cool. So cool. should I do it first blocked and then do it not blocked and then... Blocked if I ever have a miracle happen, try doing it with my voice. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So I uh, definitely engine revs on straw block first. Once you can get it with that stretching feeling sensation, then then remove, uh, then do it without blocking. Cool. Okay. Um, does that sound simple enough? Oh yeah, definitely. Okay. Okay. So that's going to be your big action for this week. Um, any questions before we wrap up, Greg? Um, should, so while getting a hang of the basics, should I be trying to avoid, uh, emulating some of those singers with stretching some of the chest voice or should I just go straight for head voice or try to work on this first? And once I get the hang of mixing, try to tackle that. I, I think for this week, um, I hold off on that first because what we're trying to do is encourage new habits and if we if we kind of come back in and do some of our old things that can yeah. kind of make it hard for the core to develop hold off mm -hmm. hold off for this week um and then over time right maybe once you get the hang of that stretching we can start to go oh well how do we now get this into a song yeah. usually the, pro, the the pathway is get it on the straw first whatever you can then we start doing some scales <laughs> just to kind of build some refinement there. And then potentially we then open our mouth. See if we can get the same feeling with our mouth open. Then we go to a song. Got it. Not to say you can't be working songs in the meantime, but there has to be this kind of um, core kind of foundation first that we build. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. I'm incredibly grateful that you've spent some time with me to really work on your voice. If this episode resonates with you, please, please, please share the message. I'd really appreciate that. Likewise, if you have any feedback or suggestions for future episodes, just send them to me. I'm on Insta at singwithivan, so just slide into my DMs. I'm also here on Anchor, so you can leave a voice message. See you next time.